Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Oasis 13. I'm the host, Imani. Thank you for listening and thank you for joining. All right, so if you listened to my previous episodes, you will hear that I had my little Closer to My Dreams uh, intro, but I'm changing it up, okay? I want to do a new uh, song snippet. Each episode kind of set the mood of what the episode is going to be about. All right, so this is the first one of the of the episodes like this. All right. Okay, so let's set the mood with this song right here. Okay. Been living in an idea, an idea from another man's mind. Maybe I'm a fool to settle for a place with some nice views. Maybe I should move, settle two kids in a swimming pool. I'm not brave. All right, so I want to introduce my guest for today's show. It's my guy, brother Omavi. What's up, Mavi? Hey, Imani. Hey, listeners. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So today, our topic is living outside of the box, whatever that means. Uh, And and I got to say, I think that you are probably an expert on that. Why do you think that? Uh, I mean, at least an expert compared to me, because, uh, you know, I just your whole adventure going, you know, traveling around the world, that seems pretty out of the box in my opinion. Hmm. All right. So I don't think I've updated my listeners as far as my travels. So what Mavi's talking about is like, after I graduated from college, I decided that I didn't want to go back to school right away to get my master's. So I was like, hmm, what do I do? So then I found teaching abroad and I took my little self to South Korea and I lived in South Korea for a year. And then I took my little self to Indonesia and I lived in Indonesia for about eight months. And also during those times I traveled throughout Asia. So, um, so you saying you're, you, you would put traveling as far as living outside of the box. Yeah, yeah, and like when I when I'm saying outside of the box, I'm talking about I can only speak from like you know, American culture. That's that's what I know. That's what I grew up in and and our typical culture is like, you know, what most of us are told when we're little or at least I don't know how I grew up and a lot of people I know is like, you know, you you're born, you go to school. Right. Uh you 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 go to college. You say you're and, born. you go to college you do whatever you you graduate you meet someone you start a family all that blah 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 and and you know leaving you know after college leaving and going to live you know in some other part of the world is just not typically a part of of that picture like maybe you know for a summer or a little Mm -hmm. bit but you actually went and lived and 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 got into the culture and I think that's kind of you know that's super special that you did that because 
Um, not only do you know that's very rare in the black community, but I don't even know anybody generally who did what you did. Um, Mm -hmm. so that's really cool. Yeah, I would say it's definitely something different. Um, in our specifically the black community, uh, definitely like it's a lot of people who are like who don't even get out of their hometown. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, I, I would agree with that, but. Since I have that perspective, um, and since I was able to do that, I I'm so grateful for those experiences, and it really showed me how much I actually like living inside of a box, like <laughs> uh, some part of my life. Because what I found is that the box gives you structure. It gives you a sense of stability. You know, we never know what can happen, but a sense of stability mm-hmm. and routine. And I realized like how much I value those things from quote unquote living outside of the box. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. People, uh, you know, fantasize about, you know, this this lack of structure in their life, like vacations, no job, blah, blah, right. blah, like all this right. stuff. And like, you know, we can all relate to that. And, you know, we all we are at one extreme in our society, which is like, work, 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 right, you know, right, your right. whole life. But I think that, you know, when when we're faced with one extreme, a lot of times people turn to another extreme right. where, um, as you know, if, if you look at like the four hour work week, that book, um, he, he talks about, you know, living a more cyclical life where he he works for a few months and he's off for a few months. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And that that really hit me because I had never heard of that before. I had never heard of, you know, it's always someone like retiring early or or being a workaholic. Like it's never somebody being like, no, like I thoroughly enjoy both parts of life. And I just want them to be contiguous. I don't want just a weekend. I want a month or two off. And then then I want to, you know, two or three months of of like, you know, attacking my profession. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's another. I love when I could just be like, yes, balance, 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 <laughs> balance. <laughs> everything, balance. Cause like, yeah. and and just a and your own personal definition of balance. Because mm. again, all right. So we got all these people who saying, all right. So everybody, you know, you 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 a slave if you work for if you work for somebody and and. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, people need to travel, do all this, and and you don't, you're not supposed to, you don't need to go to school, you don't need to pay these loans or whatever, you don't need to get married, you need to figure out yourself, whatever. All these people is advocating mm-hmm. for quote unquote people living outside of the status quo life mm-hmm. that was you know very regular back then. But then you got people who living outside of this life when mm-hmm. they really want to be living that life. <laughs> <laughs> it's like keeping up with the Joneses in in the opposite realm. Like, right. we, like we originally hear it as like you're keeping up with the Joneses living inside the box, and so now you try and keep up with the other Joneses living outside the box. But right. you might be comfortable in that. Right. Like it became the status quo for a reason. Right. <laughs> Dad, we need a we need another name for that. Like keeping up with the. I don't know. We need to make up another name for that. Yeah, we do that's, need to make up another name. Yeah, because that's so true. Like, everybody now is, like, it's, like, trying to, you know, get their passports. Keeping up with the influencers. Oh, 
I like it. <laughs> I like it. Yes. Like everybody is like, you know, like trying to make their own schedules, um, you know, um, traveling, not trying to have babies, you know, not being mm-hmm. in, not being in, uh, what is it called? Regular monogamous relationships, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and all that is beautiful. Like if you like it. If you like it, yeah, but you can pick and choose. You don't have to choose any of the extremes. You can mix it up. Yeah. And that's, so I like what you just said. It's, that was real, that hit me hard. Um, Your balance line that you just said, because you said that we all have to find our own balance. I don't know if I've ever heard it put like that before. And, you know, because I'm one, you know, of course, you and I uh, relate on a lot of things. And I'm one who's always talking about, about balance. I want to find balance in my life. And I think everything's about balance and finding the right Mm -hmm. balance. But like, yeah, you're right. That's a very personal thing. What balance is in each scenario. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause some people like actually enjoy their jobs and they Mm want to work more than they, like some people find it hard to just sit down and not Mm -hmm. be doing stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. So for that person, they need to actually work more than they need to relax, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's just your own personal, your own personal definition of balance. Exactly. And, and like you said, boxes are, you know, boxes are very, you know, important and useful um, because like, you know, you know, I built a very, very rigid, very boxy life that a lot of people wouldn't agree with, um, mm-hmm. you know, over the past, four years because I had my son um, Mm -hmm. at a young age when I was 21. And, you know, Mm -hmm. my reality kind of changed. Kind of like what they said. Like, it wasn't as like, I don't know, it wasn't like something just slapped me in the face. But like, I do remember waking up and thinking like, wow, music sounds like I'm thinking about these lyrics differently. And like, wow, everything seems a little bit more important, (laughs) you know? Mm -hmm. And so then, you know, feeling the loans, like feeling like, you know, my crushing student debt and and going and doing fun things after college. Like I had a job, I could I could pay for stuff, but like it just felt not as fun because I was always thinking like, oh, like I don't want to put him in the same situation that I was in and Mm -hmm. I really should get these loans paid off so I could start investing in his future and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And so I decided, you know what, forget it. I'm going to hunker down for the next three or four years. I did the math. I calculated out my expenses. I was like, I can pay all of this off in three or four years and 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 move on with my life and, and start building a future and, and have fun and feel um, good about it. So I literally built a box so that I could get out of the original box that I was going to be in forever. Right. And, 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 that, and that's very interesting that I'm using a box to get out of the previous box. Right. But it's like... Like that's that's very good that you you made that promise to yourself or that you committed to to doing that for yourself and for your son that you could see the foreseeable future, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's not just like you know living in like living in the moment is important. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong, but so. it's also important to think a little bit ahead, you know, mm-hmm. to to set yourself up, you know. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. And yeah. And in those times, you know, it's not like, you know, if you go on, if you do something like what I did, you you don't really go on vacations, right? Everybody's right. always trying to get you to go on vacations. You don't go to bars as much. You don't go, you don't do a, a lot of stuff that's status quo fun. Cause you know, you know, just like people, 
you know, that are free, quote unquote, free spirited right. will, will treat you some type of way if you're not doing their free spirited right. type of stuff, you know? And it's like, yeah. yo, like, yo, I'm really chilling. Like, like I'm not, let me live my life. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going on this trip. Like, but you find fun things to do. And, and you, I mean, I would argue that you might find it, you might be getting, a, you might get a little better at, you know, finding yourself in the, in the actual moment and not thinking about a million different things because, you got to master not, you know, not overloading your senses all your the time. Schedule. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah you just got to be comfortable with being with yourself or your partner or whatever, just mm-hmm. with, but in that immediate space. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. true, you know. And then, you know, do your hobbies a little bit more, stuff like that. You know, when, you, when you're going out all the time, like, you mm-hmm. know, that's cliche as hell. You hear this all the time. But when you're going out, you're not really building yourself. Yeah. And like going out, you know, it. you could look at it as networking or just having fun and relaxing. But if you're doing it every single weekend, yeah. you know, you're going to look back a few years from now and be like, well, what did I actually accomplish in my life? Right. Most likely. Yeah. Mm. That's what I love. I love that. Well, first of all, before I say what I love, I hate that <laughs> people um, kind of fantasize these things so people will fantasize traveling they will fantasize living abroad they will fantasize all these other things that people are not used to because Mm. you only see the good parts you know (laughs) yeah and i am such an advocate of showing both sides so you're not you're not um deceiving people of what real life is you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because, all right, again, so going back to my adventures, mm-hmm. all right, in Asia, <laughs> <laughs> and I was able to meet a lot of people who just travel, you know, they just, they just travel, they go wherever they want, they're, they're mm-hmm. free spirits, they, they, they pick up when they don't like someplace, but what I found was that a lot of, a lot of people who do that are really, running away from their families, their mm. themselves. They don't really know what they want to do. So they're just like, well, I might as well travel, which is not a bad idea. You mm-hmm. learn a lot of stuff from traveling. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, but, but again, the, the downside is you're not, again, you're not able to build on anything. Really. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. just, you just pick up stuff along the way, but you can't build on a solid foundation. Mhm. You know. Mhm. And so, yeah, you just, I just, I just think people should should always put both sides to situations, just like marriage. Mm-hmm. If if people, marriage is a beautiful thing, but I don't know if you don't be keeping up with pop culture, but yeah, a little bit, but yeah, not too much. Yeah. So Will and Jada came out a while ago about you know it was some stuff that came out about their marriage or whatever. Uh-huh. And, um, you know, people were like, well, is that an ideal marriage? Should we want to be in a marriage like that? Whatever, whatever. Uh-huh. And it just shows of like, yo, nothing is perfect. Yeah. And you got to figure out, it, it's not about if you would, like, that's their own personal marriage. So mm-hmm. if they good with it, they good with it. When you mm-hmm. get married, figure out what you going to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, it it is it's a it is a problem, you know, clearly with social media has only made it worse. I mean, first of all, think about when you're in a relationship, you you don't really you don't want to look bad, right? And so yeah. everybody's typically on their best behavior. You see you see every once in a while that crazy ass couple mm-hmm. popping off in the Kroger, but uh <laughs> but uh typically no, you're just, you know, everybody's like, you know, trying to seem cool, but of course everybody has their problems and and, and even outside of a relationship just you know, you could get real depressed on somebody's Instagram if they're living yeah. the life that you imagine right. uh, that that you want to live, uh, or you don't even right. have to imagine because you can see it and you want right, that right, right, right there. But it's it, it's just not it's not as black and white. Like for example, when people look at influencers and and they're like, oh my gosh, they get paid to just travel the world? Mm-hmm. Like that's it. That's the end of the thought to them. They think they're like mm-hmm. that person's so lucky or blah blah blah, whatever. And yeah, luck is probably involved in their success. However, can you imagine? And you you can imagine, you know more than me, and you've probably right. seen it more than me, and you've participated yeah. a, a little bit more than me in it. Mm-hmm. Needing to take pictures. Everywhere you Everywhere go. you go to sustain Love your life. Idea. Oh my gosh, that oh sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh yes. my every every meal, every hotel room. And it's not just take one picture. Nah, you gotta get the shot, bruh. This is yeah. your money. Like, like I gig, I be wondering how they be doing it because I just be trying to take one picture in the flowers and it be taking me twenty minutes and I be like, Dang. this is their whole day every day. And right. I'm sure they get better at it. I'm sure they do it, but it's still like, oh, we gotta get this, we gotta get this, yeah. we gotta get that. Like how you're talking about being in the moment. Right. It is. I've always relied on my friends to when we're at concerts when we're. Yo, can you tell me that? Right, right, right. <laughs> I never do it. I cannot. If I'm looking at a, if I'm putting everything into trying to get the right shot, I am not there with you all. I'm yeah. just making sure the shot is right. I'm keeping everybody in frame. I'm yeah. zooming. I'm only thinking about this device. Right. And so if my life was to do that, I feel like it would be the same thing where I would look up to, uh, 10 years from there. I'd be like, oh, uh, I have definitely recorded. I definitely did all that shit, but I don't really, I don't know how connected I feel to it. Right. I'm really ca- capturing it. Like you, know? you wasn't really in the moment. Like mm-hmm. that's what I want to bring back. Like just still photos because you can just, I don't know. It's like, you know, when, when you go to grandma's house and she got the photo book and then mm-hmm. even sometimes you might be making up stories in your head of how it was, but it still makes the experience better, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I'm a, I, I don't, you can't go back, you know? That's just yeah, the thing. We yeah, can never go back. But yeah. still, I agree with you that still photos have a lot of power. And, and, you know, I think we will keep them around, just like we keep around all other mediums. But they're just, it's a shared space now. They don't rain. Yeah. But I want to go back to what you said first about, you know, those influencers who really have to share their whole lives all the time. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it was a YouTuber that I followed for a while. Um, He he was a traveler. Mm -hmm. Um, And he just seemed like he was living the life, man. Like, um, Uh his name was... (laughs) I feel it coming. Right, right. His name is Fun is Fun for Louie on uh, YouTube. Y'all can look him up. But 
you can see like he goes everywhere around the world. And recently, this year, how do you actually, how do you spell Louis? Fun for it's L O U I S. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, and recently he came out with a sit down video with himself and a bunch of other influencers, and they were talking candidly about like how being influencers actually made them depressed because they felt mm. like they had to, they felt like what was their life if they weren't capturing everything like mm-hmm. you know like if if they didn't have to do that was there a point to them even going to or doing what they were doing you know mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then like just them feeling that obligation sometimes instead of just like relaxing like being able mm-hmm. to relax you know they feel obligated like oh i have to share this with my followers i have to share this with mm-hmm. you know the people that are, are with me because they want to see instead of just like enjoying that own personal mm-hmm. moment with themselves and their you know whoever mm-hmm. is with them mm-hmm. and so like i i appreciate him for putting that out there because again people think this stuff is so spectacular when in mm-hmm. reality everything has a negative side and and so like bringing it back to the to the topic right the box he you know especially by my definition that i gave you originally when we started right. the call he was far outside of the box right. no nope, not the you're you don't you know your parents don't tell you this is the life you're gonna live or maybe the life you're gonna live when you're growing up and right and it's not normal in society but you know, he so-called left the box and found himself in another box, mm-hmm. you know, feeling the same things we felt. Like, you know, how, right. how people dread going to work and being right. at work. Now he dreaded right. doing anything because his whole life was work and vacation at right. the same time, all the time. Yeah. So if he ever, if he ever wasn't recording, he, he felt bad about it. Yeah, yeah, he felt bad. But then when he was recording, he felt bad because he was missing out. Like... It's just, yeah, that sounds, that's, you got to work through that. And that's where you have to find that balance, right? That you were talking about is that, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe his box is sharing half his life because clearly that is something he, he did like doing, but maybe not all of it. Maybe sometimes he has to give himself that leeway and say, you know what? Not everything ever will be on camera and that's okay. Right, 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 right. Yeah, man. I think the, our our generation that's what we're figuring out like mm-hmm. from us getting outside of the box we're, we're we're realizing that even outside of the box quote unquote it's still some shit that we got you know like it's still some negative shit to, to that too you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah just like you just said i mean every you know everything is is positives and negatives advantages and disadvantages and and you got to weigh that just like you, you know you're bringing up um monogamous versus polyamorous right. relationships right so like when i look at that what i see is like you got penguins right penguins mate for life i think uh like some types of parrots mate for life and you know clearly other animals you know never pick a partner they're just always you know wow blah, blah, blah. and people say what are humans supposed to do and and like the conclusion that I've come to is that we, we that's what makes us so complex is that we don't have a thing that we're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You, there are people that can live very happy, fulfilling monogamous lives. And there are people right. that can live very happy, fulfilling polyamorous lives. And they would not be able to do the other. Or maybe there are people that could do either. Probably, mm-hmm. right? 
And it just depends on what a person was willing to try and what choices they made. Um, But at the end of the day, you got to literally weigh the advantages and disadvantages. And if you're not sure, try it out uh, to to really know. And and it could go either way. Yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, why we all be trying to do one thing? Like, why just because somebody else does something, we like, no, we all got to do it. Or, or, no, I don't agree with that. Ain't nobody saying Mm -hmm. you had to agree with it. Mm-hmm. Don't do it. I don't understand why we're all trying to like. It's what I don't understand why we don't understand why that we're never all gonna agree on mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. relationships and religion and going to school, not going to school. You know, like work life balance. Like we're not all gonna ever agree on it because we all live. We all on different journeys. Mm-hmm. And shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't know, Mavi, help me understand. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, so then like another, so I do, you said that, I think that people do get stuck on like, oh, I found this thing and I think this is the right way to live, right? Mm-hmm. On too many things. Mm-hmm. And then I think that now where it seems like our conversation is kind of veering is like, um, like we should let that all go. But then I do think there are things that we all do need to, to agree on or majority of people need to agree on. Like one of the, I'm going to have to bring UBI. Huh? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't want to. I'm going to have to bring UBI into the conversation. Universal basic income, right? The mm-hmm. thing that, you know, Yang was the super, uh, super popularized. Um, when you look at stuff like that, like, we, you know, when you talk about like the industrial revolution and all the different revolutions, these are giant societal boxes, right? Like mm-hmm. we, we're, we live in boxes inside of boxes inside of boxes, right? Mm-hmm. And we got to be able to rewrite this because in my opinion, in a lot of other people's opinions, like it, and then, and, and then it's, it starts getting outside of opinions. It's like facts that we can't sustain the society, the trajectory that we're on. We can't just you know, let the wealth keep trickling up and, and right, let the, right. letting the, the disparity grow, right? Like, so when I talk to like conservative people, you know, they're, you know, if we just pay everybody, they're not going to do anything, blah, blah. You know, I don't know what people you've met, but most people are actually trying to do something that people don't want to just sit there forever, right? right. Um, and people do want to grow. Like if you give, you know, Yang's thing was $1,000 a month to everybody Dog, like $12,000 a year isn't, that's not wealth. Like people would still, a lot of people would still want to be wealthy. So that's not really going to stop them. That's just going to help them, you know, cover their health insurance or or cover that, you know, the the startup costs for their business or whatever it is, right? And so what I think we need to do is raise our expectations of what the bottom of our society is, right? Like I think we need to rebuild that box to be like, you know, maybe we shouldn't just, be okay with people living in severe poverty in America. Like, because we can actually do something about it if we live in, quote, unquote, the greatest country of the world, in the world, you know? Right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, yeah. I see what you're saying, because we can't, I mean, what, what, I never understood anyway, if money can be printed, I mean, I know it has to have some type of value and stuff, mm-hmm. all of that, mm-hmm. but it's it's still just a piece of paper at the end of the day. So why is it people who's poor out here? 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, when you say it that simply, then people will attack you about, you know, like, <laughs> if you just printed and sure, you know, uh, not in right. um, I know I'm uh, not saying it in like a, a super smart way. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah. Inflation is going to go up. They, yeah. If you just print money, all of our money's going to, but here's, here's the fact of the matter. Money is just, money is just a, a communication device, right? However, one of the best ways I ever heard of it is like money is energy. You know, it's energy that we all agree on. Like, I'm like, yo, Imani, you thanks for the support. That was really dope. Let me give you some energy, right. you know, that we all agree is like the energy that I want. Like, and, yeah. and I can use to get other stuff, right? Yeah. And so at that point, fuck the stock market. Fuck thinking about all the math. We can make this energy work how we need it to. It is just an intermediate device. True. Are you saying that we actually don't have the resources to support everybody in America? Right. Or are you saying that, no, there's this current money concept, how we have it structured doesn't work? Right. I, I beg, you know, I'm on the side that the, uh, we just made money not work for us. We actually could house everybody if we wanted to. We right. could feed everybody if we wanted to. But we're like, but the money doesn't work how, you know, that way, how we made it. And like yeah. I say fucking let's restructure the how the money works then, so that it can you know what i'm saying like you know if you think about it like yes maybe we drive inflation up but if people get zero dollars now and they need money to do anything they can't but if they get a thousand dollars and yes prices go up a little bit mm. at least they still have something to start off with right they still have something to eat with they can get a couple people and, and pull together and get a house together you know stuff like that like we, we have to start thinking more in that realm. And so once again, that's us, you know, getting, we're stuck in this box right now and we need to build a new box and, and, and move to that box. And, and then, you know, of course, there's always going to be people that can live outside of these boxes, but right. we do need general structure, right? You were saying these boxes should provide structure for our society. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. So back to the point of what you're saying, like we should all agree on something so i get what mm. you're saying now so i want to put it into a big box of like so we should all agree on everybody respecting each other as human mm. beings mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. because if we all respected each other as human beings we wouldn't want to see nobody else you know not eating where you mm-hmm. sit in a big house and, and, and you ain't got no problems for your next meal you know, because mm-hmm. you or, think you earned it more than them, right? And you're better than them, I guess. I don't know, right? Or you wouldn't want to accept um, somebody, you know, raping somebody or somebody killing somebody, or you know, mm-hmm. that that type of these stuff. Un- these injustices, exactly. Right. Anything that has to do with basically other humans being messed up, we should mm-hmm. all agree that humans. Yeah, exactly. When you talk about, you know, you know, our us destroying our planet, like Uh there are certain things that, you know, me, I'm, I feel like I'm pretty friggin' accepting of people and beliefs and, and all that. I'm, I don't, I, I will admit that I don't know what's going on, but I have, I have some suspicions. I've noticed some patterns. I've noticed some things that work out for me when I do them and, and they've, and they've, you know, powered a lot of my beliefs. However, I know at the end of the day, I don't really know. Right. I think too many people think they that know. They know, yeah. However, at the same time, there are some things where I'm 
really, really sure. Like we all got to agree on this very soon because it's going mm-hmm. downhill. Like there, mm-hmm. there are certain things that it's like just you like, believe. All right, so we gonna bring the conversation of vegan up in here. Because you think everybody should be vegan. Well, okay, so that I don't actually think that. I think a majority of our planet needs to be plant-based, right? That's a slightly different statement than everybody needs to be vegan because that's speaking in an extreme, right? Like technically, if everybody lived how I think everybody needs to live, we could all eat meat every once in a while. Yeah, sure, fine. But like it you wouldn't think of meat as like sustenance, like every day. It'd be a a treat if, if we wanted to live in a sustainable world. Now, I can't actually see it getting there anytime soon. So what has to happen right now is that people like me have to go full on extreme. We can't ever eat meat because we have to offset the people that only want to eat meat, you know? And and so what I'm saying is like, I like from from what I've seen, from the numbers I've seen, it's just not sustainable to to live in a a non-plant-based culture. Like when you look at super viruses, like... First of all, animals contribute. Uh, what's it? What's it called? At, what's it? Factory farming and our, and our animal agriculture contributes to more of the of global warming and, and you know environmental climate change, whatever you want to call it. Then I'm pretty sure cars and planes combined. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's the you know us cultivating these animals that are are, are fucking up our, our our earth. And then in addition to that. Um, you know, we're in a, a global pandemic right now. Do you know where these pandemics like the flu and, you know, coronavirus and blah, blah, blah. Do you know where they all typically come from? Where? Factory farms in these markets, in these meat markets. They all come from that. There's, there's, you could probably find some exception. But when you're talking about the yearly flu and the coronavirus specifically, and other, you know, the Spanish flu, they all come from these animals. If we weren't eating so many animals, we wouldn't be slapped with pandemics every five seconds. Um, and, and people don't, people don't, when I say pandemics every five seconds, I'm not saying coronavirus pandemics, but the flu is technically like a pandemic every year. There's a new one, right? And it spreads around the world. Um, it, it, it's just like, I could go on and on. There are different things in my, you know, from the research that I've seen in which, Yes, like I'm not saying that meat itself is bad for humans. You can eat good meat, but also our our meat is pumped full of hormones and this and blah blah. It's just yeah. like generally how we go about meat. But that's specifically in the U.S. though. Like that I is specifically think, in the U.S. Yeah, because like if you go abroad, they kill their chickens in the backyard. You know where that chicken come from? And uh, I wouldn't say okay. So you got to all right. Not abroad. Okay, I'm in sorry. Western I'm countries sorry. in yeah. Western Westernized countries. Uh, but westernized countries also rule the world and are, are destroying the world at, at the most rapid rate. Of course, if you have a cow in your backyard and you have chickens in your backyard and you raise that cow and kill it, I'm cool with that. Like, and like whatever you that was, that's your relationship with the cow, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not even like, I'm not even ultra crazy vegan, uh, you know, like uh, about the animal rights and all that stuff. Like, but I do want some semblance of, um, you know, I, I'm just tired of the hypocrites. Somebody will say, oh, that person deserves to go to jail 
for fighting dogs or leaving their dog in the car and they're eating a hamburger. Brody, do you know what way to getting that hamburger to you? Don't talk about animal cruelty because you don't know nothing about it. You need to stop. So many people are freaking social justice warriors for cats and dogs and ignore all the other animals. I don't get that. Like, you know, like. I'm like, who said that these was the hierarchy, the top, top of the top? Yeah, exactly. And so, yeah, so that's, that's one thing that's, you, you just, you got into that. That's one thing where I think, you know, I, that is my, my plant-based box. I think that applies to the world. And I think we all need to live in that box if we want to keep our planet going in a sustainable fashion. Okay. Yeah, so I guess we all have our particular things that we're like gung-ho about. Mm -hmm. I think it's just the way that people come off. Like, Mm -hmm. I think we talked about this. Like, you can't tell somebody what they need to do for their life. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. like, you can only live your life. And like, if somebody feels obligated or if, 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 if they, um, I can't find my words tonight. If they are, uh, if they gravitate towards whatever it is that you're doing, then yeah, share the message. Tell them, come mm-hmm. on, I got you. But mm-hmm. like, don't be one of those people. And let's go back to religion because they're the most, they're the biggest ones mm-hmm. who are like, you need to follow this and you need to do this to be a better mm-hmm. person. And you gotta, and you, no, who said that 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 per that was that who said that's what that person needs to do? You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. I just that's where it gets it gets to me. You know, a hundred percent. And it's and 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 that's why when we originally talked about this back way back when, I made a distinction that you know I feel is important for me. I never want to push stuff on people. I don't like making people feel uncomfortable. And like I said, I'm willing to listen to, if you want to say, like, I, people always uh, laugh at me, like my friends that have been in situations with me. If some religious person comes up to me and wants to spit and talk about religion, mm-hmm. I'm down. Mm-hmm. But you got to want to talk about it. You got to answer my I'm going to question you and you could question me and we could go back and forth. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time. Like, whatever. Like, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not necessarily like, uh, you know, like... I'm fine with that as long as they're not pushing it on me and and we are just having a conversation. But the thing about religion is like, as far as I understand, it's typically supposed to be like mostly a personal journey. Yes, you unite with people, but it affects your life in the end. Most religions I know about is what's going to happen to you. Right. And when I talk about veganism, I'm like, what's going to happen to us? Like, wait, like, I'm sorry that I, I feel like we need to accelerate this a little bit. Like we, you know, I'm sorry we got to bring this up, but like it's affecting everybody. And so it, it is interesting to me that religion is such a big problem in our world and people are so aggressive with it and people are so pushy about it and, mm-hmm. and make these, you know, do whatever, whether, you know, enact violence or make sweeping policies over an entire nation mm-hmm. over religion, which is supposed to be a personal journey, mm-hmm. which is not so really supposed to affect anybody other than in positive ways when you're loving them and helping them and giving back. It's very interesting. Yeah. We don't want to get into that conversation. That's a whole nother thing. <laughs> <laughs> but I can see what you're saying. So you, so you saying veganism is more for the world like mm-hmm. yeah more for the 
the, 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 the uplifting of the whole world. Exactly. Like if you want me to say something that, you know, another feeling that I would have that I don't agree that, you know, is necessarily important. Like, you know, I like skydiving, right? When I experienced skydiving for the first time and knew that I wanted to continue with it in my life, I thought everybody should skydive a hundred percent. Like everybody should do this. Right. Like this is the best thing you in this <laughs> life unless you skydive. Exactly. But I'm not going to, I don't need to go force that on people. I ask people, of course, I float it. And if anybody's down, I'm down. But it's not something where I feel like it's super important to shove down people's throats. And I feel like people take things like my skydiving passion and, mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever it is to them and force it down people's throats. When you look back, you sit back and say, yeah, maybe it's super important to me, but like it could mean nothing to this person. Like, you know, and maybe when it does, like maybe if I just chill out and they see me having a good time, maybe they'll be like, yo, can I go skydiving with you? Like, <laughs> I changed my mind. <laughs> like, right, right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I think that, again, so us going back to. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. I don't think we ever answered this. Yeah. I told you what was living out of the box for me. What is living out of the box for you? Oh, okay. Um, for me, living out of the box is, I think, I think uh, this goes back to what the song I'm going to play in the beginning. Oh, it's coming full circle. So <laughs> for me, living out of the box is not living in somebody else's mind not living mm. whatever somebody else dreams whatever dream they have for your life not mm-hmm. living that just living whatever dream you have for yourself oh, i like that mm-hmm. that's good because i think i struggled with that I, well i ain't gonna say we all but i know like when i was younger um I had a lot of problems of like how people viewed me, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I got stuck in the idea of how people viewed me. Like people viewed me as like the, the quiet, cool, chill girl. And mm-hmm. I got stuck in that idea. You felt I, like you had to be that. I felt like I had to be that. And if I went outside of that, I was like, oh, this is not me. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yes, it is you. What are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Stupid girl, you know? So mm-hmm. it's not getting stuck in other people's ideas of you. I think. Wow. So you know what you just did? You took my definition and you got to the root of my definition. My definition isn't applicable right? In all situations, you gave us the real, what builds our boxes. Cause I said something along the lines of like, oh, it's our culture to, you know, and I did the, the typical American dream type culture, mm-hmm. but that's very like, it's a very American centric, right? Mm-hmm. What happened? What about all the kids that have to deal with their parents wanting them to, to do this arranged marriage thing? Right. You know, you know, right. I'm sure you've met people. I've met people um, that you know now live in America, but their family's not here, and like their parents have this ve- like I don't that was not in my picture of what what the box is, right? right? But the 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 real thing of what the box is, like you said, is is at knowing what everybody that you know thinks you should be doing, right? And and balancing all of their ideas. Right. That's the box they build for you, and it's like 
are you okay with that box? Like right. maybe you are, or, right. or you know, or maybe you are or cool with parts of it, but you want to take other parts from other places, right. you know, or, or figure other parts out. Yes, yes, yes. So just just live your own life how you want to live it, and 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 don't let other people decide it for you. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Build your box and always, and you know, and and always be ready to replace parts of it when when you see fit. You know, <laughs> yes. keep it fluid. Yes. So one last thing. Mm-hmm. One last thing, because I don't know if you specifically said, like I think you said it a little bit, but mm-hmm. so would you? How has living in a box helped you in these past years? Um. Yeah, that's oh, that's a really good question. Um, like I said, you know, it, first of all, you, practicing self control. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of things I wanted to do. Um, you know, during these couple years that I had to say no to, and then you know, after you know it passed, most of the things I didn't really care about doing. It would have just been a waste of money or waste of time, right? Mm-hmm. I found out how to be more creative um, with my time, like without needing to spend money, like, you know, right. whether it's play instruments or, or work on, you know, coding, that's, you know, that's what I do and, and, and whatever. Mm-hmm. In addition to that, it actually gave me a lot of, it gave me time to think about what I want to do when I want to break outside of this box. And mm-hmm. also like really realize that no matter what box you built and what path you, you know, what, on one hand, I was saying how the structure helped, but there were two things that I missed that I actually really regret. One, Mac Miller, one of my favorite rappers was in town and uh, I didn't go see him yeah. because I said, I can see him after I'm yeah. done paying off my loans. Then I can really ball out and blah, 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 blah. Right. As you know, he's dead. I never got to see one of my favorite artists do his work on one of his best albums, in my opinion. I never got to see that because I was living too much in tomorrow. Um, And funnily enough, the other thing slips my mind. But it was something, another thing like that happened. And I I just missed out on it. And I'll never get to do it. And and. And so you gotta be aware of those moments. You gotta know. You gotta be able to reflect in the moment and be like, "Yo, if I miss this, like, if right. this could never happen again, right? Am I cool with that? Right? Yeah. And a lot of things I can say yes to, but there are some things where I I, I made the wrong move. That's um, true. <laughs> yeah. That's true. And so helping in the box actually helped me learn that, right? Like, yeah. like being able to see the stark differences between the things that were fine missing and the things that, like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't have missed that. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. So it made you, it made you realize even more of sometimes you actually do need to live like in the moment and forget about the fucking box. Mm-hmm. A hundred percent. Even even while you're like you can go back to even it, while right? you're like, okay, yeah. Yeah, like you can go back to it, but like and then and then like I said, remember like basically what I realized is that like I was living in a box that was kind of fluid, right? And then I, I wanted to get more fluid, but I felt like if I just kept living in this kind of fluid, kind of structured box, mm-hmm. that it would take me forever, maybe be impossible to get to that more like fluid state that I was dreaming of, right? Mm-hmm. And so my solution in the interim was to actually build a more rigid, structured, super crazy box. 
to hopefully at the end shatter it and live the more you know the more fluid thing and and look i haven't succeeded yet right we're still at the tail end of the box i'm almost done though like i'm really um and so and i've already started you know flexing a little bit i probably need to get you know get a little bit more structure in there so i can finish strong um but like i feel it like i don't feel like i'm just gonna live this way forever i'm so excited to live my life and feel good about my decisions and feel like and know that like if i need to get some shit done i can get it done okay yeah but also now it's time to it's time to enjoy the spoils and then go back and then start the cyclical life that i'm talking about about living more rigid and then and then relaxing for a little bit you know Mm -hmm. i think that balance is very important for myself and, and probably some type some level of that you know a balance between those things for everybody right and that's what's up i'm glad that you brought that up of like you doing that now because who knows? So, okay, say you could have had Noah, which is his mm-hmm. son. Say you could have had Noah and you could have just been like, whatever, I'm going to still do what I want to do. You know, I'm not going to be responsible or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you like, I ain't going to pay off these loans, forget these loans, whatever. Mm-hmm. Depending on the type of person that you are, that may, and the type of person that you are, I know, that mm-hmm. will weigh over you mm. for the rest of your life. So as Ooh. much as you think that you're living the life that you want and outside of the box, you're never really living to your fullest because you're always in the back of your head thinking, oh, I should have did this. Oh, I should have did that. Instead of you actually doing it now. Ooh, girl, you know? Yo, you know what I call that now? You know what I call that? What? Like, uh... Like, I, well, I don't know what, I, I guess I'm not calling it. I'm calling it what you need to do. It's like me- mental Marie Kondo, right? You know about Marie Kondo. <laughs> yeah. Dog, this is some real shit. There's, I say to my girlfriend all the time, yeah. I say like, yo, that shit was weighing on me and I didn't even realize it, like on some Marie Kondo stuff, just like wow. you said. Like, you can't leave this. It's not just, she's talking about cleaning a house, but there's mental baggage that you mm. have. You got to get that out. Why would every time that I was doing my my thing, the thing that I love, jumping out of a plane, every time I got to altitude and was about to leave that plane, I was thinking, man, this is not like a great financial decision. I don't know. This is <laughs> I'm, in a, I'm in a shit ton of debt. I'm setting my son to be right. up in the same place that I was. Like, in the yeah. I'm like, yo, it's not fun. Like, it's yeah. not, I'm not enjoying myself as much. Yeah. So like, I can, if I work super hard, I can free myself to enjoy myself a little bit more later right. and, and, you know, I, and not hopefully become a workaholic forever. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I love that. I love that. Like, even if you think like you're putting yourself, I'm, I'm tired of using this in the box thing. Even okay. if you think you're living a regular life or whatever, you're actually doing what you need to do. To free your mind. Mm-hmm. To free your mm-hmm. mind. Because if you don't do it, then you always going to be thinking, oh, man, I should did that. Oh, man, I need to do that. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you see these people when they get old and they be all crusty and dusty because you know why? Because they <laughs> didn't do stuff that they knew they should have did when they was younger. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, and, and, and yeah, to, to, to what I basically... Instead of living like a mixture of those two lives for a very long time, right? Um, mm-hmm. I decided to go super extreme 
to hopefully really separate those things. So yeah, some people would say, Omavi. Patrick could do you, both. Yeah. No, yeah, and or or Omavi, you burned your you're early in mid twenties. That's what that life is all about, right? Yeah, like yeah, Omavi, yeah. you didn't do while everybody was doing all this I'm like, bro, like I'm gonna be chilling. I planned this. Right. I still got twenty six to forty. I feel like that's a great period of it life. Is. You're still pretty fr- you've got a pretty healthy and and a lot of times beyond forty, depending on how you how, how you take care of yourself. yourself. But yeah. I'm saying if you like I don't really see uh, distinguish much between a twenty five year old and a forty year old. They can do all the same stuff. Yeah. And you know, and 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 those are hard cutoffs. Of course, a little bit before and a little bit after. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm like, yo, I can live my life, but guess what? And when y'all are in y'all thirties and shit, and like now it's hitting you all these choices you made. Like, right, right. I'm gonna be chilling. Like <laughs> that's all I know. I'm gonna be chilling. Yeah. And so, and, and hopefully giving back. Like I don't want it. My like my life is. I also want to get to a point where I can help. I can give back, and I'm not just in the rat racing on the grind. So I really felt like I had to, you know, build this box and mm-hmm. super accelerate my growth in the beginning so that I could be more free. And then. Yeah. And shout out to, shout out to you. Shout out to you for being a great dad and taking care of your responsibilities. Thank um, you so much. Shout out to you for inspiring us all and showing us. We don't just have to follow the, the, the prescribed, you know, procedure of life for whatever your culture, whatever your family and friends uh, delivers to you. Oh, thanks, Mavi. Mm-hmm. Of course. And we're going to there. I think we had a good discussion. That was a great discussion. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right, y'all. And so thank you for listening. And uh, remember that your refuge is in your self-healing. So... Go ahead and do that Marie Kondo like Mavi said and heal yourself to find your refuge, okay? All right, and peace. Peace.